Greetings, survivors, and welcome to episode 264 of the Nerd Stravaganza podcast. We come to you as two-thirds of our show was lucky enough to be spared the worst of Hurricane Irma. That having occurred, though, apocalyptic events are sort of on our mind, and we'll kind of be discussing them tonight, both in the context of the real world and in fiction. I'm Tom, of course, and I'm joined by my wind-battered brethren, Brian and Cam. What's up, guys? Keeping it real, the fires are out up here, so the only thing, the only claim we had to disaster is kind of gone now. So, pretty good point, though, dude. Yeah. And now, to be fair, I made light of them when we were discussing these disasters as Irma was bearing down on you guys. But where I am, we are not particularly affected. We were just getting smoke. For the people closer to the fires, I'm sure things were terrible. So I did not mean to sort of make light of those. But yeah, they were a big deal. I didn't mean to downplay them. But uh, so was Irma. And you guys, I am happy to learn, were not in the direct path, right? Yeah, we got lucky. Nah. It kind of hooked around us and uh, hit the West Coast. But luckily, us on the East Coast got uh, spared the brunt. Thank you, Santers. Yeah. <laughs> Brian, you were telling me, though, that in your neighborhood in Hollywood, Florida, there were a number of trees felled, nevertheless, right? Um, I mean, it's not so much like a number of trees have fallen. It, it is like every single non-native tree just got knocked the fuck over. Like, I yeah. I mean, that's just stupid at some point. Can we just plant stuff that has deep roots and call it quits? <laughs> yeah, it seems like no, because even in new projects, you see them putting in like vegetation that's not going to survive. <laughs> I just think that we have short memories or something with regard to that. That should be like a state law. Like, I don't care who you adopt or who you fuck or anything like that. Like that's the kind of shit I want politicians to talk about because I only lost power because some asshole's tree got knocked over and that asshole's tree never should have been there in the first place. Right. That's what it fell into a power line or something, right? That's yep. what did it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what happens. Yeah. Well, and at the very least, like it should be a law that the trees have to be trimmed, like at least every whatever. Cause like, it's funny. If you go through my neighborhood, we lost a ton of trees too, but all of the trees that we lost were trees on like individual property homeowners, like pe like plots. I, I didn't see a single tree in the, that the, like in the common, I guess, area of my neighborhood that's controlled by the, the homeowners association because like literally like three days before the, the hurricane came, they had a crew out there trimming all the trees down to like, not the nubs, but like pretty pared down. And, yep. uh, and all of them were fine. They were totally fine. Yeah. Are, are your power lines uh, buried out there, Cam? You look yeah, we, yeah, we got, we got super lucky. Like, well, one, yeah, the power lines are, are buried. And two, uh, I'm on the grid for one of the major hospitals out here in the West. Okay. And the post office, the major post office hub. So like, I'm on like the top priority to get power back when things happen. So I'm, I'm, I'm lucky. Yeah, you are. You are. You are fortunate. Yeah. Within like a one square mile, it's post office, firehouse, and hospital. So nice. I'm lucky. <laughs> yeah. You lucked out, Brian. I'm sorry you I'm sorry you weren't as lucky with regard to power, but it's back now. Thank God. Yeah. My my former condo in which my soon to be in laws are residing fared fairly well as well. The power flickered a bit, but the lines in the condo complex are buried. Uh it's the surrounding neighborhood though with the power lines running through somebody's 
<laughs> stupidly planted tree that that's, that's the hazard just like just like in hollywood where brian lives yeah we, we lost power for like eight hours eight, eight or ten hours something like that not bad yeah. seven days Oof. Wow. my record's almost three weeks so could have Was been worse like brian wilma or whatever back then yeah wilma knocked me out for like two and a half almost three weeks yeah that was terrible terrible i don't know we must have had an influx of, of people or whatever like said something because i remember wilma and i think i was out i think it was 20 days or something like that it's a pretty long time but i don't know man there was a special kind of stupid this time around what with people losing their power i I mean people do not know how to drive like if the if the if the lights aren't functioning 100 percent, they do not know how to lie people in front of me would just slam on the brakes at flashing yellow oh i have to stop (laughs) Uh, no no you don't that means proceed with caution. And they were just like, oh, th- there's no light here? Well, nothing's telling me to stop. No! Yeah, that <laughs> that that strikes me as like a like quintessentially South Floridian reaction. And I remember like after Wilma, get, having people like almost rear end me and honk and stuff because they would like or zip around me like, bro, there's no light. That means I can go, yo. <laughs> like, no, that's that's not the way that works. God. Yeah. I don't know if it's a new influx of dummies or it's just the usuals you're being dumb again but uh fucking wild west around here well honestly i think we're gonna we're gonna get into a discussion of uh, hurricanes in florida but i don't want to get too far into that but i think florida needs to educate people better i'll pick on florida for one second before we actually get on with our show have you guys driven down the road and noted how many people can't figure out where to put their renewal sticker on their license plate oh yeah <laughs> there's really? one and only one place in the state of Florida, ladies and gentlemen, where you can put your license plate sticker. It's in the upper right corner, but I, I, one in every three drivers, I would say, can't seem to figure that out. And they, they treat their license plate like a stamp collection. I always try to be, you know, understanding. And, and once upon a time, the, the, the mold for the plates was pressed. It had, you know, upper right-hand corner, upper left-hand corner, and one was for year and one was for month because you could do it every six months, I think. Right. But... If you have two, if you have upper right and upper left, I'll forgive you. I mean, I have seen people make designs and shit. Yes. Like, <laughs> yes. But that doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> they do it at, like for fun. It's it's not a hobby. I mean. That makes zero sense. Like you look at the, like, why don't you just put it where the old sticker was? Like That's where you're I, supposed to put I, it. Exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like I, just, I every first since I've been 16 years old, I've just put it over the old sticker. Like I don't right. get why. Which. Which is what somebody told you when you were 16, Cam. That's what you're supposed to do. But I mean, my I theory. I don't know if anyone even told me that. I think I just was like, okay, I'll just put it over the old one. You know what I mean? Like, Jesus. That is the law. That's where you're. That's what you're supposed to do. But I think, like, this is what I'm saying. Florida needs to educate people, either because new people come there or people just get stupid. You know, this gets stupid wow. every year. Sunbaked. Yeah, I mean, they just don't realize where that's supposed to go. Anyway. I consider those people to be a real hazard on the road when things like traffic lights are out because if they can't figure out where their license plate sticker goes, what else can't they figure out on the road, <laughs> right? Apparently what flashing yellow means, which people know to stop at if like, if you're driving down the street really late at night and there's flashing yellow, oh, I don't stop here. Right. Uh, but if there's a hurricane, mm, sorry, Wild West. Oh, boy. Yeah, so... <laughs> South Florida, I miss it and I don't miss it at the same time. I don't miss the people, <laughs> or at least some of the people, the dumb people, the license sticker people. 
but I'm glad you guys are okay. I'm glad there was not a massive loss of life and I'm glad there was surely some property damage, but uh, I, I feel bad for the people on the West coast of Florida, but I'm glad uh, for you guys that, that, that our region of Southeast Florida uh, ended up okay. Poor trees. <laughs> Poor trees. Yeah. <laughs> I have not seen any iguanas and I'm no. a little concerned for them. <laughs> Think they were I, killed? I know they were, they were non-native too. I don't know if they knew Tibetan down. Oh, I think maybe the iguanas just got like fucking blown up. Blew away. <laughs> I thought they were like from a, a country or I thought they were from a region that sometimes got hurricanes though. Aren't, aren't they native to Mexico or something? Or is it South America? Maybe they hugged to the wrong trees. This one's big. It'll save us. Oh, I, you know, I don't know if they get hurricanes in South America. So if that's where they're from natively, yeah, you're right. They might have not have any clue. Yeah. And they hung, they hugged to a non-native tree and then they had died. <laughs> it, it, it's really weird. Like, like how few tree, how much, how many fewer trees and how many fewer iguanas. Like, I never, I never thought I'd miss them. There you go. The cleansing, the cleansing fire of Irma. It's nature clearing off all the non-native stuff. The planet fights back. <laughs> That's going to tie in later. <laughs> okay. So glad you guys are okay. Enough bashing on Florida. And uh, the rest of the world seems to have moved on from Irma like the very next day. So I guess we can too, right? Yep. I was telling Brian before the show cam right after the store, like the winds died down, like the very next day the, the uh, front page headline was something completely unrelated. Like it didn't even happen. I wouldn't have known. Yeah, <laughs> you wouldn't have. It's weird. It's weird not being in the hurricane zone to see how quickly it just fades from the public imagination. Yeah. Anyway, on with the show, so to speak, both in the nation and uh, here in the nerd extravaganza. I think we should probably commence things in our usual fashion, guys, with our post-hurricane. Weekly Geekly, Geekly Weekly Update. And Cam, I know you have been busy getting your life back together, but what else have you been up to? You know, I just was cleaning up everything from the hurricane, had a bunch of stuff to pick up out in front of, you know, we did lose, I didn't lose any trees, but I lost a bunch of branches and all kinds of crap like that. Took down my shutters and all that stuff. Um, But uh, as far as nerdy things, preparing for PAX Unplugged next month, well, actually preparing for Essen, which is next month. In Germany, the Eschen Spiel. I'll be going with Yellow uh, over to Germany and uh, going to that amazing convention. I've never been before, so it's like a sort of bucket list thing for me. I, I'm super excited about that. Also, like I said, I was preparing for PAX Unplugged. PAX Unplugged, for people that don't know, is the first ever um, PAX that is devoted purely to non-electronic games. So, and it's going to be huge. They're expecting like 40,000 people um it's going to be in philly super excited about that i'll be running that event for yellow there i'm super excited that is going to be cool um and then uh yeah other than that i went and saw the movie mother have you guys uh, did either of you guys catch that i've heard of some controversy about that movie yeah i well it was it was between it or mother and um suzanne just is like in love with jennifer lawrence so uh and i like darren aronofsky i like jennifer lawrence too so we're like let's go go ahead and let's go see it um, you guys know me. I don't like to get, I don't like to do any spoilers. I don't like, you know, I just like to go in and like make my own determination of a movie. Um, but Suzanne, my, my fiance had sort of given me a little bit of a primer on it. Um, so I kind of knew a little bit about it before going in and I knew that people were just absolutely killing it. All of the, like not, so the critics were loving it. And then 
but everyone on like my Facebook feed and um, just, you know, on like articles and stuff that I saw coming out were just absolutely saying it was a terrible movie. And I got to say, I freaking loved it. I absolutely loved it. I thought it was amazing. I heard like the less you knew about it, the more you enjoyed it. Cause I think it was just nothing like what it was sold to be. Right. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, a little bit of a misnomer. I mean, the less you knew about it in terms of like marketing, I think the more you liked it. If you sort of were primed to understand that, I guess what the basic idea of the movie was going into it. I think you also like were more likely to like it, but the problem is they marketed it sort of as like a horror movie and like a, like a suspense thriller horror type movie. And it, it's just, it's absolutely not. It's a, it's an art piece essentially. You know, it's like a, it's almost like a, like a film school <laughs> movie. Um, I mean, it's Darren Aronofsky, you know, he's always very like obscure, not obscure, but like, you know, he's all into, he's very into symbolism and like taking risks and allegories and things like that. And, um, I mean, I, I thought it was spectacular, absolutely spectacular. Now I kind of want to see it having heard all that because I did see the ads and I was just like, ah, cheesy horror. Yeah, no, it's absolutely not. It is a, it is a very, very in-depth survey of like religion, society, um, like just the, 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 the duration of the world, you know, of, of time to up till now, you know, it's, it's very, very deep, super, super deep. And there's, it's so much symbolism, so many different, like just ideas and, 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 uh, you just different themes like that, that are addressed and touched on it is, is really amazing. I, I really enjoyed it. So I did that. I, I still want to see it. I've heard it's amazing. Uh, and I love the original Tim Curry one uh, miniseries back in the day. So I'm, I'm looking forward to this one. I never read the books, I don't think. I, I don't remember reading them. I might have. I, I can't remember. But, uh, yeah, I, I absolutely am looking forward to that. Uh, other than that, just um, doing a lot of reading. I'm on book nine of the Dresden. Uh, doing a lot of reading. I'm on book nine of the Dresden Files, the Jim Butcher series. And that's it. That's pretty much pretty boring what about you brian what have you been up to mostly like fighting off the mutants and not driving <laughs> which is you know fairly nerdy i did have power for like three days of the week so yay for me mm-hmm. um and kind of i guess just coincidentally i uh one of my anticipated ps4 games released while while i was without power and i could do nothing about it like tuesday morning i got uh ease eight the lacrimosa of dana and just had to sit there and stare at the cover for a couple of days but uh finally started playing it actually really enjoying it I i was trying to tell tom this earlier i don't know that it's like oh my god a genius game but it's 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 nostalgia for me it is very much what i loved to play as a kid and man i'm really having fun that's awesome man so this is like an official like ease eight this isn't like oath of felgana or one of those like kind of side games no no i don't think so this is i mean it's it says eight right on the box that's badass i have to pick that up and it's adult christian sweet and he doesn't speak which like major points for me i I love that i'm shocked so wait in dialogue uh 
does it just have text show up on the screen or does he just not have dialogue? Every time they turn to him, you have a text option and he kind of like emotes like he like like he he grunts a little bit but it's not like actual you know words or anything like that so he has a voice but not really very well done i'm sure that costed in uh, the esteem of critics but that's great for a purist yeah i mean that's (laughs) you know not done these days badass man i i gotta pick that up that is on the PS4? 4 and Vita, I think, if you really Ooh. wanted a portable version. I have a Vita. I, you know, I could use it for something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why, if you have the option, you'd ever take the Vita, but knock yourself out, kid. I mean, if it had cross-play, which it probably doesn't, but if it did, I had to be on the road. <laughs> Who knows, man? That's awesome, though. I, I'm going to have to pick that up, that, add that to the list of games I absolutely must have. And uh, just not the only actual, like, nerdy thing, which, I don't know, is not an update. It's a future update. Uh, Dragon Crown was announced. Like, they're going to port that to the PlayStation 4, which just freaking thrills me. Oh, Dragon Crown, the old uh, 2D... Oh, for the PS3, the the 2D animation thing with, like, the crazy proportions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I really liked that, actually. I I played it at a friend's house, loved it, never had a 3, don't have a Vita, so I I never actually owned it, never actually finished the the story of the game, you know? Like, I'm really excited about it finally coming to a system. I think think we could play... I think we could play that co-op, Brian, if I'm not mistaken. I I don't know what they're going to do with the 4. But yeah, you you could play three co-op and you could play... I think you could play three Vita PS3 co-op, couldn't you? Yes, I believe you could. I would be don't, very I, cool. don't quote me on that, but I, I will uh, I will play with you co-op when, when my... Uh, <laughs> when my companion's not around, that is. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know anything about this game, Cam? No, I don't. I don't. So... How would you describe it, Brian? Like the the artwork? Um, they basically fetishized every single character in one way or another. There's a sorceress with like just humongous jiggly tits. Um, there's a very questionably legal like lolly archer. Um, there's a uh, is she a barbarian or an Amazon or something? Like an Amazon, like a yeah. Female warrior with like huge booty. Um, there, there's a dwarf character that's like rah, ripped, masculine, like. You know, it's got something for everybody. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't. They didn't sexualize the male characters as much, but uh, kinda. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they're 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 hunky or whatever. But yeah, there's they're 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 clad too, aren't they? No, they're wearing like armor and stuff. It's pretty pretty one sided. Hmm. <laughs> the dwarf is. I guess the dwarf's kind of scantily clad, but oh my god, I I will I will play that with you though, Brian. The game is not even a guilty pleasure. I really had a good time playing that game fetish aside like absolutely gigantic sprites amazing fluid animation uh i mean it's basically just a fucking beat em up like you know there's not like any super complicated story or 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 gameplay or anything like that it's just pure fun and it's beautiful yeah it's got that kind of princess crown if anybody remembers that game for the saturn uh, aspect to it that you can play through the levels and do better though so uh there it does have that going for it as well like you can you can go through it a few times and get better 
and I found myself doing it, man, Brian, I can't wait. We, we are going to play this together. That game is great. Seriously. I can't wait either. Cause I mean, I, I've been this enthusiastic about the game since it came out like what, five years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I want to, Oh yeah. I must've, that was before I, uh, my companion and I got together. So I, I have seriously considered buying a please, uh, PlayStation three solely for this game. And Sweet. I don't have to. Yeah. Awesome. I can't wait. Cam, you got to get it too, man. Just we'll 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 all, right. we'll all schedule time when <laughs> when our companions aren't around and we'll play. And and that's pretty much it for me. Like I said, you know, defending the homestead from from radioactive mutants. Tom, what have you been doing? Uh, well, I played host to Nick, who was our former co-host uh, here on the show. He came up for PAX, as you recall, went to PAX with me. And then due to flight cancellations and so on because of the hurricane, ended up staying up here for like a little over an additional week. And uh, several of those days he spent here. So we kind of hung out, played some games, watched some wrestling. That was cool. An unexpected visit from a from a friend. Nevertheless, I got some gaming in during, well, not, not nevertheless. That was probably encouraged because of the <laughs> nature of the friend that was visiting. I have been playing Final Fantasy XV pretty diligently. And got my characters up to like level 34. I'm side questing like there's no tomorrow. Uh, that game, I, I know you didn't like it, Brian, but like I've kind of got a hang of the combat now. I, I think maybe we didn't, like we were too busy like just kind of riffing off each other and having a good time to like actually pay attention to like the stupid tutorials. But uh, if you get the combat down, you end up not getting like totally wrecked by like goats and shit. <laughs> like, we, like we did. I mean, I... I, I wholly free-heartedly admit like i couldn't fucking figure the combat out so it's a little button mashy but uh there's also a you can turn off active battle or turn on what's called wait mode i guess which is the same as turning off active battle which like lets you if you just do nothing the game will pause you could like select your target you could cast uh what is it libra or whatever that lets you you know identify the weaknesses and stuff so if you play in that mode it helps kind of slow down the frenetic pace of battle but you can optionally keep the frenetic pace of battle going by just continually moving so discovering that made the game a lot more enjoyable and um yeah it <laughs> not getting my ass kicked by cam i'm not kidding like zebras and goats and shit yeah it's just like <laughs> wildlife like oh yeah. well, just killed you know like a fucking giant 50 foot mech but now I'm going to go for a leisurely stroll and, oh, God, a goat! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> that shit's not going anymore. I'm wrecking goats and mechs uh, pretty reliably. Uh, I am enjoying it. Speaking of the Final Fantasy universe in which this game is featured and Square Enix, the, the maker of that game, I actually downloaded King's Knight for my Android phone and Nick did the same thing. And his first unlock character was just like a scrub, and I got like a rare on my very first. Oh God, they do that character oh. draw. Yeah, yeah, there's like rares. So I, I don't know if that means you can buy rare characters or of not. Of course it does. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I was playing it on the ferry. We were crossing over from Seattle over here to here in Bremerton, and my signal was in and out. So I got that rare character, and then like the game connection went shitty. So hopefully that registered with the server. I haven't been able to play since then, but I will. I'll report back. But fun game, man. Have you downloaded it yet? No, I haven't. Yeah, I'd make it a point. It, it's fun. Having a blast with it. Let's see. Apart from that, oh, I, my companion is going to school for uh, an information technology uh, degree, and 
So she needed a, some kind of a portable device you can use for, she's kind of uh, trying to split the difference between like manual note-taking and like actually having a computer. So we got a Microsoft Surface Pro. Are you guys familiar with this? That's what I have. Okay. You know, Cam. Mm-hmm. So, so Brian, it's basically like, it, it, it is a tablet and it is also a computer in that you could like slap a keyboard on it and it's actually a pretty respectable computer. So we got one of these and it gave me a new appreciation for Windows 10 because if you're on like a regular desktop, Windows 10 in tablet mode, which was kind of the default for Windows 8, doesn't make a lot of sense. But when you can actually tap on things with like a stylus or your finger, it makes a lot more. And uh, cool gadget, man. We we picked that up and uh, I have been, of course, I got my own profile on it and synced my Windows account and everything. And so hopefully we can share. <laughs> She's actually going to need it for school, but I'm going to want to goof around uh, <laughs> with it. So <laughs> your homework done so we can play. Exactly. Exactly. While we were in the Microsoft store, though, uh, I saw something that I really wanted. So have, you guys know what the iMac is, like the desktop, all in one desktop that Apple makes? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Microsoft made an even cooler one that is a Surface like desktop. It's like the same size. It looks nicer, actually. The screen tilts and everything, and it has like a touch screen and you can draw on it. And I'm like, they had like a base model for like $3,000. I'm just like, you know, I, 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 I need this for something, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I did a st- one of the new extravaganza stories on that like a couple months ago. The yeah. thing looks badass, and it comes with that like circular thing, that like circle. Yeah, you know the, what I'm talking about. Yeah, the circular gesture thing. Yeah, yep. Which I I should try to dig up my old videos. I actually demoed an early version of that. They okay to tell you how long ago it was at, at, at a technology museum here in Seattle. They had like these big surface tables cam, and there's a big clunky version of that thing, but you would use it. Uh, on this display of Avatar. Remember the James Cameron movie Avatar? Mm-hmm. Basically, you would pull these little gadgets like that up and they were like data, I don't know, holocrons or something. And when you'd put them on the screen, like you'd put one of those wheels on the screen, this this radial menu would pop off, pop off of it. And you would turn mm-hmm. it and like play videos and stuff about the Avatar movie. So uh, that, that, of course, got miniaturized and made into something practical. But like that brings back like that nostalgia whenever I see that thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Cam, in the flesh, if there's a Microsoft store nearby or any store that sells that thing, you should check it out. It is it is really cool. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, I, I can see how Abby would want that for school. Like if I if I was going to like to school still, I definitely would I would I would recommend this. But I, to be honest with you, I don't use the stylus pr- that often, but uh, like if she's taking copious notes all the time, then that makes sense. Yeah, she does. She takes uh she like writes notes with a pen, which is mm-hmm. which is cool, I makes guess. Sense. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, that Surface Desktop, I think I could probably build a pretty badass gaming machine for less money. Yeah, for sure. So probably a stupid purchase, which doesn't mean I won't make it, but a stupid purchase. <laughs> let, it, let it be noted here for the record. <laughs> yeah. And uh, let's see, yeah, doing some gaming and hanging out with Nick while he was here, goofing around with my new Surface Pro, and that's pretty much it for my update. Having a good time. And with the updates thus concluded, I think it's time for us to talk about some news with the news extravaganza. Cam, take it away. All right. Well, speaking of, uh, well, you, you were you were talking about Square Enix earlier, um, Squeenix as we call it in the biz. 
So in the Nintendo Switch, so so in gaming, your gaming laptop, um, so you can get Final Fantasy 15 on your PC pretty soon if you do make a badass gaming laptop. Uh, but and that's that, that basically made everything. You know, it was they're they're doing a little chibi pocket version for it. Yep. Uh, which which we talked about I think two weeks ago. Um, and then, uh, but now I guess they're, they're hinting Nintendo's hinting or well, the Squeenix is hinting that, uh, they're going to make a version for the Nintendo switch, the, the chibi dumbed down version. No, I think the regular version, <laughs> but yeah, maybe, <laughs> uh, full fat is the way Eurogamer put it in the article. I liked, <laughs> yeah. Um, apparently they are, um, let me make sure I, I, uh, I quote it correctly. It's under investigation is, is what they're saying uh, about whether or not they're going to release it on that platform. So they're doing um, they're, they're running tests into whether a switch port would be, would be feasible. Um, and uh, it looks like they're really, really, I mean, I think if they're putting that much money into looking into it, they're probably keen to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it might be uh might have a Final Fantasy 15 game to play in the next year or two. I think that'd be cool. Like 2 weeks ago I was saying like I I I wish consoles would have like their own version of games once again, you know, like instead of just being all the same shit. And I'm kind of excited for the Switch, but it also kind of it just breaks my heart that they're getting a year old game from like a quote unquote real system, like, ah, man. Yeah. I mean, presumably Brian, I was thinking about that too. Cause by the time they get this done, the article even says, game. I mean, right. Like apparently the first thing they did is they got a switch development box. They fight, they fired up their game in its native engine that they built for the other systems. And it like just chugged, not surprisingly, cause I'm sure it wasn't optimized for that. The switch's unique architecture, but Given that they're that in that early phase, yeah, two, uh, two years, you know, who knows? Unless, unless they get a breakthrough working with this other company they mentioned to kind of do an engine adaptation. Um, I mean, even but if let's they say they got it tomorrow. It's a year old. I mean, yeah, yeah. So if they release it a year from now, it'd be two years old. Which means they'd have to make it like a special edition or have special features or something, right? Yeah, to make it. I, like, well, I would hope so. I mean, I don't know. Switch is kind of the king of ports lately. Yeah, which hard to say if that's good or bad, right? You want like the robust library. Like if you're just a diehard Nintendo fan and you like you were like all about that Wii U and you know, now you can get like the cutting edge games from that everybody else has. <laughs> from a year okay, <laughs> granted from a year ago. That breaks my heart. But let's say- I, I I know I come across like anti Nintendo, but man, I, I I just wish I I liked what they do and like I used to, because I, I I love Nintendo, man. Yeah, I view it as a, a net positive, though, because if you think about it, uh, if they can do this with uh, this game, at, you, you know what game Square is like threatening to release all the time, right? The oh, remake seven? of Yeah, so if they can pull that off with 15, then 7 could make it to the Switch 2, conceivably. And that, that, that would be a big win for the Switch. So this might just be a technical exercise to like t- test the feasibility, and that could really, it could be a good thing for the Switch, good thing for Square. I'm gonna play the game again just to play a Final Fantasy on the <laughs> Nintendo system again. 
that'd be cool. Yeah. So hopefully that will be coming soon. Um, what is won't be coming soon? Uh, well, what, well, what will be coming soon uh, is uh, Stranger Things two. It's coming out next month to coincide with Halloween. Oh, and really? Like that. Yeah. That's so soon. That'll be out very soon. Yeah, yes. it's going to be out uh, in October. Um, and what? It's funny they made the news this week because um, there's a Chicago bar. You know, you, you guys have heard of these like pop up bars. Like I know in like LA they did like a Star Wars pop up bar. Allison, our buddy Allison Hayslip went there. Yeah. Um, they actually hated it, by the way. But <laughs> oh really? Um, it, yeah, they said she said it was terrible. But like, um, you know, a, a, some places do like really good jobs with those kind of things, like doing little pop up gaming bars or this or that or whatever. It's really big in Japan, and I guess it sort of made its way over here. Um, so I guess in Chicago, some industrious uh, people decided to do a, to do a Stranger Things pop up bar. And um, it was so popular that they decided, hey, you know what? We're going to extend – they had it for like a six-week run or something like that. And they were like, hey, we're going to extend it for another six weeks. And I think they probably wanted to capitalize on the fact that the second season was coming out and all that. Um, but the lawyers at Netflix decided, hey, look, <laughs> the, the, free, the, the free ride's over here. Gravy train is over. You know, you guys can't do that. Um, but I really love the way they did it, They, you know, me being an attorney. And actually – um, I can't go into specifics, but I've actually written cease and desist letters, not as cool as this. I'm not going to even like say that I've come close to as awesome as this was, but like I've definitely sent letters that were like not trying to be a dick to tell people to stop doing things because it's always like sort of a fine line. You want your fans uh, or, you know, people that like are using your product, you know, you, st- you want to be able to promote, promote your products uh, and people to still have a good idea about your products, but, and you know, so you don't want to be too much of a dick, but at the same time, you also have to protect your property, you know? And so they sent a letter to them, like basically in the stranger thing, like almost like one of the stranger kids, stranger things, kids sort of wrote it. You know, it starts off with like my walkie talkie is busted. So I had to send you this letter, (laughs) you know, and like, it was like talking about like basically said like, listen, we don't think, you know, like, I don't want you to think we're total wasteoids. We love you guys. And we, you know, we love that you love the show, but at the same time, we can't let you, you know, keep doing this or whatever. Um, and basically, so so essentially, instead of threatening them with like legal action, they said, "We love we love our fans more than anything, but you should know that the demar the demigorgon is not always as forgiving." <laughs> so so please don't make us call your mom, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. So they basically told them in you know funny terms and Stranger Things terms, "Hey, listen." You know, we, we, you're, you're, and which is also cool. What's also pretty cool is that they basically told him, look, we're going to let you, we're going to give you a pass on this, the last six weeks that you did it. So that's okay, but just, you know, cut it out now. Or by the way, call us and then maybe we can work something out, you know, cause you know, it's, it's not that hard. People don't understand. It's not that hard to get a licensing agreement. Right. Um, yeah, sure. It'll cost you some money, but like, you know, it's not out of the realm of not not even close to out of the realm of possibilities. In fact, it happens all the time. You know. I mean, at a minimum, Cam, they want to make sure that their brand isn't associated with something like unseemly, right? And then and then from there, it could also be mutually profitable, right? Well, there's two things going on. One, yes, you're exactly right. They don't want you know they want to keep some modicum of control over it because they don't want you know it's their brand. They want to control the narrative of their brand and how it's portrayed to the public, right? But at the same time. There's also a lot of very complex and complicated laws that have to do with like intellectual property and stuff like that. And if you let people use those, use that intellectual property without 
enforcing your rights, it can be taken away from you essentially. You know what I'm saying? Someone can almost sort of like weasel their way into owning an interest or, or, or at least having the ability to use that property if you don't defend it properly. Okay. So, so that's why a lot of these, to- you know, a lot of like, you know, this intellectual property is so like hard, so hardcore in terms of being like enforced. Yeah. It makes sense. Makes sense. And that, they went about it in a pretty chill way, I must say. Yeah. They, 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 I think they did it in a very, very good way. And, and that's the way things should be handled. Um, you know, obviously if it's just like a regular product, like, you know, you don't have to be overly dickish about it, but you know, at the same time you're like, you know, pretty straightforward here. This is what it is, whatever. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I like how they did that. And, um, I'm definitely, if I ever have to write another one of these letters, I definitely will, uh, uh, take some uh, cues from them. Um, speaking of correspondence, legal correspondence, did you guys get the Amazon baby email this week? I did not. I've heard about it though. No. Yeah, so I got this email from from Amazon. We're all Prime members, I'm sure, right? Yes. Um, and so, like, I got this email that was like, "Hey, you've got a baby. Uh, you've you've got a gift coming from your baby registry." And I was like, "What?" Like, <laughs> I didn't even think anything about it. I just thought maybe because like I get stupid emails that like purport to be Amazon or PayPal or whatever all the time, you know. And it's crap. It's it's usually spammers or fishers or whatever. So I didn't even think about it. But then I got a another email a couple hours later, whatever it was like a day later, that was like, uh, Hey, sorry, we sent you that baby email. It was a glitch on our end. So like I got an annoying email and then I got another annoying email apologizing for the earlier annoying email. (laughs) I was like, like, okay, Amazon, I guess like they kind of have to do that, you know, because it's like, you know, they want to let people know, but it was just annoying all around. I, I bet that caused a lot of drama. That's, that's probably them looking out for a lot of bros sending an email. Who are yeah. you having a bitty with? Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Uh, no one. Well, but the thing is, it's like, not only, yeah, it's like, it said it was coming from like your, like my like baby registry. And I was like, I don't have a baby registry. Number one, number two, like, like I'm not a woman. I'm not having a baby, you know? So I don't know, like it, it was pretty funny, like, but a lot of people were up in arms about it. So I guess that's probably why they sent that email. And finally, to round out the news, I just thought this was pretty hilarious. Speaking of spam and crap, uh, crap. So in Colorado Springs, I've never been to Colorado. I don't know if you guys have, but I, I really would love to get there at some someday. Uh, Colorado Springs, I understand, is a beautiful area, um, and a lot of people like to take advantage of the outdoors running and exercising and stuff like that when the weather's good. Um, apparently there's a woman running around, uh, Colorado Springs, um, that's been dubbed the mad pooper. <laughs> what? <laughs> like she literally just like runs and she jogs and then she just like stops and takes a poop wherever she wants. And like, it's not like, Oh, I have like, well, I don't know. I don't know the woman. Maybe she like has like irritable bowel syndrome or something or whatever. But even that, like you can find a bathroom pretty much anywhere, you know, but she like, like prepares for it. She has like napkins and stuff in her pocket. She just squats somewhere and poops and then keeps running. Jesus, what is wrong with this person? (laughs) And it's happened like in multiple places. Like it's happened like all over like Colorado Springs, different in different people's neighborhoods. And they've seen her or like she's been spotted. Has she been spotted or is it just, Oh yeah. She's like on video on like camera on video, everything like, like not a woman even like went there 
and was like, like went up to her and was like, you just pooped in my lawn or whatever, like right like in front of my kids. And she's like, yeah, I had to go and just kept running. Whoa, she must be crazy or something, right? Yeah, there's got to be mental illness going on, right? It's either mental illness or she has like a really bad like, like health thing and she's just like, fuck it. I'm not going to like bow to conventional standards because I have a health issue. I mean, I th- think there's a more considerate way to to not let your <laughs> your disorder conquer you, right? One would think, but hey, listen, I mean, I, 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 I love the story because it's just hilarious, but I also wanted to bring it up because I think it ties into our our uh, our topic of the apocalypse because, hey, once that happens, we're all going to be pooping in the street, right? Right, right. You got to you gotta stop. <laughs> you got to do a – somebody needs to issue her a cease and de-shit letter or something. Got to yeah, stop her right yeah, now. exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, so that rounds out the news. Uh, I guess that's all I had to drop this week go ahead tom (laughs) all right well that was some shit cam uh thanks for that (laughs) (laughs) and uh with that little stinker i think we're done with the news (laughs) unless anybody can think of any other crap we want to discuss man this week it was too Uh, easy too easy yeah i think we should just uh wipe and move on all right all right all right let's let's get to you with our regular (laughs) show format then (laughs) Yeah. And uh, move on to move. You can't even say move. Everything relates back. I, right. Brian's like mortified. Brian, by the way, Cam, you should know it is not a fan of potty humor. So <laughs> I'm still trying to, I don't know, like work out an appropriate punishment for this woman once she get caught. Assuming there is not like a viable like mental health issue. Yeah. I think something related to picking up poop would be appropriate i, right? I Some... can't move on from death penalty honestly i mean <laughs> it's disgusting <laughs> it, it honestly is really like it, it like offends your your sense of like what's right right like this person cares so little about society right i it comes back to social accord like i don't do things because it's better for you know everybody if you do things that people don't approve of, then I get to do things like that. Yeah. That that's all it takes to fall apart. Like, I don't know. That just, just, yeah. Everyone just saying, fuck it. That's why traffic. I mean, what would you do? Me too. It's the little, what would you do, Brian? If you, what would you do if you just walked out of your house and there was a woman just sitting there, maybe not even on your property, just say like, you know, on the street or like in a little like, you know, area that's not your property. I'm just taking. Oh, dude, I call people out for having 11 items in the fucking express lane, man. Like, <laughs> I'd probably like it try seems, to wet her like no dog, no bad dog. <laughs> <laughs> like if you can crap in front of my house, I can shoot you with water. If you're going to act like an animal. Yeah. It seems extreme, but I, I kind of am with you guys that, like, the breakdown of society begins with, like, allowing shitty individual behavior, literally in this case, <laughs> and uh, not punishing it severely. Like, you have to have some – you have to have a shaming mechanism in society or it falls apart. I, I, I had suppressed this. I wasn't going to say anything about it. But, look, man, I don't I don't think anybody was hotter during the we don't have power and it's, you know, the Florida in the middle of the summer – than I was, but I saw some fucker driving around naked. What? Are you serious? Like, just naked. Like, very <laughs> clearly naked. And good for him, fucker was hung, but 
come on, man. Like, <laughs> you don't get to do that. Just try to keep cool, huh? I, I mean, I hope. God knows what. God knows where that could go, so I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. <sighs> Jesus, dude. Yeah. Beginning of the but end. I mean that's 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 the funny thing is like it's not even your like you don't have AC in your car I guess then I mean it must be like it's like the power doesn't affect your car you I know? don't know where the hell he was going. <laughs> well, what I was going to say about the woman is that like the fun the ironic thing is that if she were to go to jail for doing this, it, she would have to be pooping in front of other people <laughs> in jail. She would just not. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> she would just not go. She would just not go in the toilet though. She would just go like on her cell floor. <laughs> I think her cellmate would probably beat her up. Probably. And then she'd just be like, sorry. <laughs> no remorse. Yeah. Forget it. Oh my gosh. Hmm. Anyway, what the, what's the world coming to? It's like it's like the beginning of the end, am I right? Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Speaking of which, tonight's topic is the end of the end, or the beginning of the end, or the things that lead to the end. It's basically apocalyptic events. And as we mentioned at the outset, you know, the hurricane got us thinking. The fact that uh, a majority of climate scientists say that we can expect more and more intense such storms as the climate continues to warm got us thinking about it. Five named storms on one day got us thinking about it. Now, we at the Nerd Stravaganza podcast, you know, understand that there is a controversy surrounding climate change uh, in that there's like one scientist for every like 1000 that <laughs> concur about it. But uh, I don't, we don't really have to get into that. Do we so much as the effects of doing nothing about climate change? Uh, I, I think that's fair, isn't it? For sure. Okay. So we, we will steer clear of the politics. Brian, that was a worry of yours that we would we couldn't probably help but dig into the politics. I think we can steer clear. I'll maybe. try. <laughs> <laughs> and any fan of fiction, and I mean, we're talking video games, books, movies, what have you, especially science fiction, but not always. Any genre that involves a world-ending event or a world-ending conditions that give rise to this zany new world in which the hero or heroes must persevere is familiar with the idea that there's always kind of that regret sub narrative. Like, Oh, if only we had known, if only we had changed our ways, if only we had used magic wisely, what have you, right? The world wouldn't be in the state it is. And uh, Brian, you mentioned it when we were kind of plotting out the episode. I think there's some like pretty strong parallels because Never mind the politics of it. I really do feel like we, like future generations, are going to look back and think like, if only they had like taken action, things would not be as screwed up as they are today. I, I don't think if if you really want to deny all this stuff, I don't think why matters. Ever since I've been a little kid, I've understood that you want a hurricane to come from the east because the warmer water of the west makes them worse and more people die. Well, guess what? The East is heating up. I don't care why. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, it is happening. Like never mind if you, if you believe it's, you know, unicorn farts or blame the cows. Actually... I don't care. Right. Right. So the fact is like, it's getting worse. And because no meaningful action is being taken to, Prevent it from getting worse. We have to just prepare for it getting worse, right? Or the not. consequences, <laughs> <laughs> right? Or not? I'll drive around naked. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
well, th- that's the crappy part. Like, not only are we like not really doing anything, uh, making any concerted effort to sort of stop what most of the scientific community considers the cause, we're also like not doing a whole hell of a lot to repair. Like, people are just going to like rebuild in the places that flooded. You know what I mean? Thankfully, this did not come to pass. But b- before. Irma like actually landed they were you know predicting where's it going to go is it going to go here they were saying 380 billion dollars in damage should it like dead on hit Miami Beach oh my gosh which it did not but one will I mean right like this was a lucky break in a sense for that for that coast for the southeast portion of florida but you cannot count on that in the future right so it is only a matter of time right right i mean we're either like i I joked about this a lot because it fucking fascinates me but i mean if you want to just hire santeros to protect the coast let's at least do that (laughs) what what i think we should probably do is like some 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 scientific like we need to worry about water tables we need to worry about like oh you're building on fucking coral reef no that's probably not a very stable foundation how about we find some concrete (laughs) well and that's and that's like completely discounting the fact that the water levels are rising like i mean it it is a it is a foregone conclusion that within 25 30 to 50 years 25 to 50 years Miami, may, many parts of Miami-Dade County will be underwater. The Venice. Unless something, unless something is done. Yeah, unless something is done. So, and that's not just a Miami problem. That's a, a problem for many coastal areas. And so, I don't know what we're going to do about that. Well, Cam, I hate to say it, but the answer is nothing. Like, some cities are, like, thinking about it. But I think because there is this sort of political element to it, like not not only can you it's like if if you're compelled by your political affiliation to deny that it's happening then you are necessarily compelled to not make any preparations right because if you're making pre- you can't make preparations for something you're denying is happening or else you're kind of conceding that it's happening right yeah so that's where it becomes dangerous yeah well i know miami i'm pretty sure miami i've read several articles that they are actively i mean i don't know what exactly they're doing but they they seem to like put a lot of press out there that they are i think they have like a commission that's like you know trying to like figure things out and stuff like that which that's cool i mean but i'm telling you it's funny i was just talking to my um my uh my companion like i think like I probably want to get out of here in the next, you know, maybe three to five years. Anyway, just sell my house and, you know, move to like, move the mountain somewhere. Because you know? <laughs> of, cl- like, of the climate you know, stuff? Or? Like Tennessee. Like, yeah, I mean, it's a lot of reasons, you know. I mean, it's not just the climate, but it's also, you know, the hurricanes, the the climate change, what 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 brian was talking about the whole you know the mutants that live down here <laughs> like i love my, i love south florida I, was, I, I love south florida i was born and raised here but like and you guys can attest to this you, you did too the south florida that we live in now is absolutely different than when we were like in middle school high school yeah you know it, it, it's completely different to me anyway in, in my opinion I, I don't know what you guys think but just in terms of it being teeming with people or no, well, yeah, obviously there's a lot more people, but I think just in terms of like, just the general, and I'm not going to put this on any like particular 
like type of people or out of towners or immigrants, anything like that. I, I don't think that has to do with anything. I, I think it's just the, just the, I guess, attitude of people has changed. Like I felt like when I was growing up, it was a lot nicer place than it is now. Like now it's almost like a New York, LA type thing where people are just like, fuck you, whatever, you know, like, and, and, and it's, it was so apparent to me in the week leading up to Irma when people were just like going nuts trying to find gas and food and water and whatever. I mean, people were going crazy. And I remember when, when Andrew, I was here when Hurricane Andrew came through, it was not like that at all. I mean, yeah, people were going crazy trying to find stuff, but like, it wasn't like, I mean, I saw fist fights before, you know, two weeks ago. Yeah. so, so it's that's not surprising for me to hear, Cam, because I get I get the sense like it's a more crass like me 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 I'm out for myself first kind of kind of uh, vibe down there now, right? Like, look, as long as I don't get water, you could get you could you and yours could can starve. I don't care, you know you you can you you can do without as long as I get what I need. I'm the most I'm the only person that matters, right? Exactly. And it's like people going and like not getting one case of water or two cases of water, trying to take like 10 cases of water. You know what I'm saying? Like it was just, it was absolutely ridiculous. Right. We talked about this before the storm and, and like the stores weren't putting limits on this bad behavior. They were just letting people get away with it. Dude, I, I don't expect some poor bastard making seven fifty an hour to stand up to somebody during a hurricane. That's not even fair, dude. They can't police the express line of 11 items during regular time. How, how are they going to put up with, oh, I got a gun. I'm going to take my water one way or the other. That's true. So you were observing this. So there's people all standing in line and one, one greedy jerk takes 10 cases. Well, uh, okay. In the very beginning, when I was at Costco, like I went to Costco, like when they first, like when people were like, holy crap, like this is a thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, it, it, it really might hit us. This was like maybe like a week before Irma, the weekend before Irma. And I went and, and I, look, I, I wasn't that much of a pig. I got like two cases of like vitamin water, two cases of like iced tea. And, you know, so I got like, I think four, four or five cases of drinks, but not like all water. You know what I'm saying? And, um, but I saw people just like load, literally I saw somebody with like, you know, one of those pallet things, the pallet carts that they have yeah. at, um, I mean, he had the whole pallet just loaded with water. Oh my god! I mean, there, there, there was at least ten, at least ten cases. Yeah. So, um, and then as things started to progress, then at Walmart and and you know everywhere else, they were a lot better about only letting people get one case, two cases, whatever. Oh my gosh, that's you know it's funny. I actually while you were I was looking up some articles about that as you were talking, and there's like it, there's a picture of somebody in Walmart with like two carts just full of water. Like taking it all. That's yeah. yeah. And then people got desperate, I'm sure, toward the end. <sighs> yep. Yeah. Yep. I hate to say it, but you got, I, I get what you're saying, Brian, about not even be able to manage day to day down there. But like somebody has to step in and be the adult. Like, no, you get, you know, you get a couple cases. You don't get all of them. <sighs> it was the same thing with food and, and, and like canned foods and stuff. Like, okay, take a few cans. Don't take the whole freaking you know shelf of, of, of food you know like i mean and it's so funny to me like what people were getting like like i went through walmart and pretty much everything that i eat was still there like i got canned peas i got canned tuna i got you know whatever like i don't normally eat that but that's what i would eat if i like didn't have an option for like cold food or you know to keep food cold right um it was like people like were clearing out the little debbie cakes 
and the fucking all the bread. Like there was not one bag of bread left, and like it's just weird shit that people were getting. I, I don't understand it. Well, because they tell you you're not going to be able to get to the grocery store, right? Right. So people are just trying to stock up on everything. Well, I guess here's something yeah, that weird. I saw like new for this storm, and and this also makes me think Ford is just going to hell. So apparently, people just stocked the fuck up and then returned it all. Yes, I heard about that too. They're no. coming back and returning supplies. Yes, and I don't know how that flies. Yeah, it's bullshit. Well, you know how it flies because it's the people. The people suck. <laughs> that you're. It's the same people. Like I'm, I'm going to do what's best for me. What's best for me is having all the water. Oh, having all the water isn't best for me anymore. Let me return it now. Well, uh, let, let, okay. Let me ask you guys this, and, and you tell me what you would do. So I thought I was going to be smart. Um, like I said, I had some drink. I had some like liquids or whatever. And, and by the way, I'm a doomsday prepper, so I really didn't need anything. I just sort of went out and got stuff just because I, you know, was like whatever. Like I, I already have a year supply of food. I already have like, you know, batteries. This that I have everything. The only thing I really didn't have was like drinks and like. People are so stupid. Like, I just filled up a bunch of fucking shit of water and ice and they, what you know. So, like, you can just get water out of your tap beforehand. It's like, you know, people were going crazy for water when they had plenty of water already. Um, but um, I ordered a bunch of cases of water from Zephyr Hills. Th- and, and Zephyr Hills had this crazy deal where it was like you order your first, your, your first delivery is half off and then you get uh, free shipping. So I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll just go ahead and order, like, ten cases of water because – a, it's just good to have. I'm a doomsday prepper anyway. And B, I'm not taking away from anybody that's trying to go out and get it. You know, I'm getting it directly from the source. You know what I'm saying? And then C, I have my wedding coming up in December. So whatever I don't use, I can just use at the wedding, you know, for at least our little party that we're having for, for my wedding. So, like I said, I thought I was being smart. I ordered it early. I ordered it like the weekend before everyone went crazy. And it was slated to be delivered that week. And it was slated to be delivered like on three or four days before the storm was even like going to be near us, you know. And then Zephyr Hills decided not to deliver. And they they totally screwed me. So they were like, well, because of Hurricane Irma, we're not going to be able to deliver to you. And like Hurricane Irma came like on a Saturday, Sunday, right? It was supposed to be delivered on I think like a Wednesday, the Wednesday beforehand. Uh, but, but I got it like, okay, you got to keep the roads clear. You know, we need necessary things to get in for people. And maybe those waters need, you know, those bottles of water needed to be delivered to Walmart or something. So other people could get them. That's fine. I, I, it didn't really bother me because I knew like, I don't really need it anyway. It was just sort of like a, Hey, why not? You know? Um, but then, then they were like, all right, we're going to deliver it next week, which was going to be the week after the storm. So that was okay. I get it. Like, I'll still keep it. I'm not going to be a dick. Like Brian, like you said, I'm not going to return it or, 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 or cancel the order. I ordered it, you know, whatever I'll follow through on my social obligation. And, um, now it's been, it's literally been over two weeks. It's Wednesday. No, it's, it's more than two weeks. It was supposed to be delivered two weeks ago today. And I had ordered it like four or five days before that. So it's going on three weeks now and they still haven't delivered it. Jesus. So would you guys, would you guys call and, and, and cancel? Yeah. Or? I canceled by now. Yeah. That's, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, have I like, have I fulfilled my social duty? Returning this point something of, you in know, your hand is one thing, but like, you, how, how long are you going to wait, man? I mean, what? God forbid you didn't need it, right? 
Because that's what I'm saying. They screwed me. It wasn't like I ordered like a day before the hurricane and expected some poor driver to like brave the elements to deliver it to my house. You know what I mean? I ordered it like people that like I know like people that ordered like Amazon Prime shit. Like not even like hurricane stuff got their stuff. My video game was here, you know, before the hurricane, and I didn't get. I got. I think I got a Kickstarter the week of the hurricane. One of my Kickstarters got fulfilled, and I didn't get my water. Uh, yeah, I I just I'd cancel it. it. Yeah, they. Yeah, they they screw you. (laughs) Go ahead. That's got nothing to do with a hurricane at this point. (laughs) Three weeks for a bucket of water. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's been plenty of time, and not only that, their their profit margin is going to be up. Or would have been up because the tolls are still not being charged. Yeah, man, I would. On you're totally justified in that case. That's different. That's different than like hoarding <laughs> and then realizing you overbought and then trying to return it. Yeah. Yeah, you're good, man. You got this. <laughs> I'm glad I uh, I got the seal meets of approval. With, yeah, you, it meets with our approval. Go for it. <laughs> so, yeah, well, we made it. I mean, unfortunately, you guys, uh, I mean, that freaking, what is it, Maria has just destroyed the Puerto Rico and know, the other islands down I there. I don't know if you guys have seen any of the coverage, but it's like, it is great. Yeah, those poor people there. got clobbered again. I saw today 100% of the power was, like, destroyed. I mean, not, not destroyed long-term yeah. or whatever, but, like, like the island of Puerto Rico has zero electricity at the moment. Like, you shouldn't That's live there, amazing. man. It's, it's like literally within a day, you're in the, yeah, literally within a day, you're back to the stone ages. That's sad, man. I feel bad for them. Hopefully, hopefully we can get some relief in there rapidly as soon as weather permits. I was reading that the government of Puerto Rico made an appeal to the federal government for emergency relief. And the president, I guess, who or whomever was in charge of preemptively declared it a disaster area. So hopefully we'll get help to them ASAP. Hopefully we can buy them a new island. Jesus, yes. Uh, anyway, so it's it's kind of, it's almost hard to pivot to our kind of geeky spin on this because these disasters are so pressing and real. But um, this being the nurse travaganza, we are obligated to put that spin on any discussion. And as the episode has already kind of run kind of long with real world affairs. Uh, part two of our main topic was supposed to be, and, and will be, uh, sort of some works of fiction that address or take place in or have to do in some way with an apocalyptic event or events or circumstances. And so I thought we would just do kind of a round robin format and each kind of bring up some works of fiction, be they games, movies, what have you, books, etc. that in which uh, an apocalyptic event features prominently. And uh, Brian, why don't you go first? You got one in mind? Board game? I don't know. I, I, when I, whenever I say I like something, I don't necessarily mean I'm recommending it to people. I, I just want to make that clear. It's, it, it's a very high entry. So like, if this is your first board game, don't play it. But Arkham Horror is mm. amazing. I love that board game. And the entire time you're playing it and you're just getting your teeth kicked in it and you know it it feels like like terrifying it feels like you're going to lose this game horribly at any second throughout the entire thing and then 90% of the time you die horribly at the end i love it so kind of apocalyptic at the personal level in that case 
Uh, no, you usually take Mankind down with you. Oh, okay. I didn't... I have played that, but it's been a while. I, I, don't, I didn't remember the fate of Mankind being uh, on the on the table. It's almost always you're the only one that can prevent some ancient god from gobbling up the planet. Oh, uh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> so, yeah. So there's your own doom and then that of the entire planet on your shoulders. Yep. <laughs> Brutal. Awesome. I, I, I have to play that again. I remember we had a good time. Did, Didn't we, like, survive when we played? I, 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 I think you're thinking of Mansions of Madness. I thought... Yeah, maybe I am. Cause I, I thought... Of, yeah, I played Arkham Horror, and I think... No, I played Arkham Horror with my um, companion's uh, brother, actually, and we did not do well, yeah. <laughs> actually. So One, yes. one of the things I like so much about, like, that game is... So there's all these win conditions and you can do this and you can do this and you can do this and there's lose conditions. And like the last chance you have is like, okay, you, you fail to prevent the God from appearing. And now there's a rip in reality and an evil elder God is coming through. Good luck. You, you can face him if you want to, uh, you're going to lose, but you know, here, play it out. You might as well. So like, you know, you can shoot him with a shotgun and then he's just like, Oh my God. <laughs> not doing anything yeah <laughs> brutal <sighs> great game as i recall i'll have to play that again for sure how about you cam you got one you got a you got an example that comes to mind yeah um before i get to that oh well, i was gonna say brian that is a great game uh arkham and Man- uh mansions of madness is also a great game love them um, both have you any of you guys have you guys played the updated mansions with the uh with the app no and the one with the app, oh, it's killer! I, I I got a chance to do it at uh, at a Dice Tower Con this year. Um, some guy had his his iPad and we played it. Um, it's really really cool because you don't like everything is like everything is like so like just set up for you and like right on nice. the app and everything. It's it's perfect. Um, but yeah, um, so it's funny. While I'll get to my recommendation in a second, but I just like looked up. I went to go look at, because we just talked about the stupid water delivery. So I went to see like when they were going to deliver it. I just got an email today at two thirty one that says, dear customers, our thoughts are with all of those in Florida who have been impacted by hurricane Irma and continue to deal with the aftermath of the storm. We sincerely apologize, but we are not able to fulfill your delivery. We know how important this delivery was for you. And we're sorry for not meeting your expectations, but we're going to have to cancel your order. Your credit card will not be charged. <laughs> really surprised that they handled it like that because i know you weren't the only one that did that that kind of got around on facebook and a lot of people posted it and yeah. i mean look we said it earlier we we kind of got lucky but god forbid those people actually needed that water and they were just like mm, sorry yeah. kind of running late with the delivery check back in a few weeks yeah. Well, not only that, but they like they completely shut down their phone lines. Like they they were saying that their phone lines were down, but come on, their their phone lines were off, completely off for like like a week before, and then like like several days after. I mean, maybe after because of the storm, but definitely like there was no re- there was nothing wrong with their phone lines. They just turned it off because they didn't want to deal with the people calling. And there's like no way to get to them through their website. I think there's like a generic email like that you can send. You know? They're 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 playing Russian roulette with that customer service. Yeah. Yep. All right. So anyway, back to business here. So are we just doing board games now, or are we doing like anything? anything? Any any genre? Any genre? Anything? Any game? Any work of fiction? Anything? Okay, I would say Fallout. Oh. 
I love that's Fallout. That's great. That's post-apocalyptic. Fallout is, yeah, that's like one of my like top three franchises, video game franchises, I think. Uh, along with Bioshock, which I guess is sort of uh, apocalyptic a little bit, but um, but yeah, uh, Fallout for sure. Have you played all of those games, Cam? Or yeah, I, I played most of them. Uh, um, I have. Uh, I started. What was it for the newest one? Um, but I have not finished it. So I, I, I think I, I played it like one day. Like I, I, I was like, man, I gotta start this game, and I started, it and I still haven't like gone back to it, but. Uh, not because like I didn't like it, but just because, you know, work and, you know, all kinds of other stuff or whatever. But, but yeah, uh, I love all of the fallouts. Um, new Vegas probably I would say is my favorite one. I really haven't been able to dig into four, but, uh, but new Vegas, I think was, was my, my favorite. Nice. I can't claim familiarity with any modern. And by that, I mean, kind of 3d first person perspective fallout game. I, I'm still in the midst of two. It's one of those things I keep meaning to get back to. So two, the old isometric. <laughs> yeah. um, that's actually yeah. one of the things I downloaded onto the surface. <laughs> so I'll actually have a Windows machine that can like run an ancient game well. Um, nice. But yeah, I will. I will agree so far that that universe is extremely compelling and makes a post-apocalyptic universe almost appealing. <laughs> almost. Yeah. I don't know about rad scorpions and. Uh, what are those big? I know they. Yeah, I know you're talking about. They look sort of like dinosaurs. The the crazy ones. Um, I can't remember. I can't remember their name. A, a very compelling fantasy world, and it's interesting the way they envisioned society kind of reordering itself in this collection of competing ideologies. You've got kind of your more democratic, uh, you know, egalitarian society. Then you've got your dictatorship. Then you got your kind of different crime lords and stuff running things. Yeah, and the, the Brotherhood of Steel. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the, yeah, the kind of paladins, uh, the self-styled paladins, and kind of all of the different forms of government you see today projected, you know, on to the other side of this uh, apocalypse, which of course was a yeah, war, cool. right? In which didn't the U.S. invade Canada for its resources and then fought China and all this other stuff? Yeah, and then missiles went off, and that was it. And that was that. Yeah, yeah, and. uh also a, a kind of a depressingly commercial way to survive. Like if you signed up for like a fallout shelter, you know, like to, to go into one of these vaults, then you would survive. But if you were like, yeah. <laughs> if you were just like a bag boy at the grocery store, you, you were toast. You became a mutant. With, You're with a tree. Yeah. No one ever talks about how abusive the shelters were. With the overseer and stuff you need? No, or? they were all different ex- psychological experiments. Oh, were they? Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't realize Some that. Some of them I, were at least normal. Oh, that, might be, that might be a spoiler. That might be a spoiler for Tom. That's though. okay. I don't mind spoilers. Um, really? Go on, bro. So, some of them were, like, normal. And then some of them were like, hey, let's just pump, like, hallucinogenics into the air system and see what happens. And then some of them had, I think it was, like, a 10 to 1 gender ratio where it was, like, 10 males to 1 female and what's going to happen? And then it was, like, 10 females to 1 male and what's going to happen? I love mm-hmm. finding. I can't remember what they're called. They're not called shelters. They're uh, vaults. Vaults. I love finding the vault vaults, remains yeah. and like figuring out what like god awful experiment went wrong. Wow. So these this creepy company not only sold people their freedom or you know, sorry their continued existence, but they also like ran weird experiments, unlicensed, unknowing, like horrific experiments on them. Wow, that's terrible. That's awful. 
on the on the survivors of humanity. And were these all monitored for some central control uh, location at all, or was like the overseer reporting back to somebody? I th- I'm just- think they would have been. I think like the people were supposed to uh, report wow. back, like you know, at, at the end. Man, badass! <laughs> that, that makes the, that makes me want to play even more now. So wait, I, uh, I I just brought up the list real fast. Vault forty three, populated by twenty men, ten women, and one panther. <laughs> one panther. Vault twenty uh, forty two, <laughs> no light bulbs, more than forty watts provided. <laughs> wow. Vault sixty nine of the one thousand people admitted, one male. Vault sixty eight. Oh my god, one female. Nice. Nice. Yikes! And, and this was done on purpose because I know, like in the original game, like your water chip just didn't get delivered, and then in part two, like you, you find that another vault got an overshipment of water chips, but was missing another part. No, that was intentional. <laughs> oh, what a bunch of vault one hundred six psychoactive drugs released into the air filtration ten days after the door was sealed. Why? <laughs> Why did they do these? They things? were evil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sick bastards. God, you almost wonder if they, you almost wonder if they precipitated the nuclear war. Vault 11, social experiment designed to test obedience to the authority and ethics of a large group of people subjected to extraordinary circumstances. Dwellers were informed that a single person must sacrifice their life for the vault. Otherwise, master computer would shut down all life support. In reality, if everybody refused, the vault would open. Oh my God. Wasn't there one where... They did like genetic testing on them or something, or like changed them, like their genetic. Yeah. Wait, if the vault if the vault opened shortly after the nuclear holocaust, then all the people would have died from radiation exposure, right? So uh, none of the outside people to... did. I mean, oh, that's true. You would have just mutated. You'd just have a tree growing out of your head or something, right? Like <laughs> something. And a ghoul. Yeah, you become a ghoul. <sighs> vault thirteen intended time. to stay closed for two hundred years as a control group for uh, prolonged isolation. Jesus. 200 years. Imagine that. No. <laughs> the vaults, like, they started off, like, futuristic, but, like, by the time you encounter them, at least in the game I'm playing so far, they, they just look like they've gone to shit. Vault 55, all entertainment yeah. tapes removed. Vault 56, <laughs> all entertainment tapes removed except those of a particularly bad comic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I love these. I got to get back into it. This makes me really want to play. Play play the new ones, man. Play the, the new ones are really brilliant. Like I hate to say, like you know, better than the old ones or whatever, but I don't know. A lot easier I'm, to play and enjoy. I'm almost done with. I'm almost done with two. I'm most of the way through it, and I'm I'm shamelessly like um, using a walkthrough to get me through most of it, just because I want to experience the game, not the <laughs> challenge. Yeah. And then uh, I have three like greatest super duper edition for the 360, and then. After that, I'll go on to four. So in about five years, I'll be caught up. Don't forget Vegas. <laughs> with the series. Yeah, New Vegas is good enough to actually play, huh? That's I've heard good things. You just said so yourself, Cam. So yeah, it's it, my favorite one. It's sure. really good. It's really good in a lot of ways. All right, I will make a point. I'll make a point of playing it. Uh. Let's see. So that's Fallout. Great, great, great pick. Cannot deny, just based on my exposure, that it is an awesome universe. And that brings it around to me. And it's fitting that I'm the final entrant because, of course, I'm talking about Final Fantasy. Not to beat a dead chocobo, but I love the series, as you know. 
And I had both Final Fantasy VI and VII listed here. And I will go over both of them and kind of exp- compare and contrast the way the apocalypse is sort of sort of plays into to both games. In six, of course, the world ends basically like mid-game. And I knew this even before I played it. You want to talk about an early spoiler. Brian was writing his own fanzine for a, a while. And uh, I was a subscriber. Did Robert I Brian spoil that for you? <laughs> yes. I never knew that. Sorry, dude. <laughs> yeah, I still have it. I still have the fanzine you wrote. And, and like he actually like talked. He's like, you can't top a game where in the middle the world ends and you're expected to still persevere. And that's exactly what happens. It does a great job of totally changing the mood of the game. It becomes this somber, like blasted world with like even the music changes. It just gets like rotten, no good. And like, you're almost like, why are we even bothering you? Like Kefka, the, the, you know, the evil guy has like taken on the power of these like ancient gods and has become like the God of magic. And like literally let's like blast whole cities with this beam of judgment when they displease him. Like, <laughs> the world just it, it really goes to shit like it was a visceral change right brian like I, I honestly like thought i had fucked up like i reloaded like five or six times what am i doing wrong <laughs> like i thought i just lost the game yeah it was terrible and like you're you have this huge cast of characters and they're all separated and then like it's pretty gloomy at first but then they do a really good job of like the whole like bring building the pieces back right because like one by one you start to assemble your team members and like it gets a little more hopeful do you realize that the resistance that you were part of still kind of exists i really like that some of the people had like well we failed let's you know we're still alive well go on with our lives they you know do this do that like well maybe we won't be heroes but we gotta make a a house we gotta make a home gotta make a community Right, got to press on with some kind of life, right? And until they realize they have to actually confront the the villain. Of course, the backdrop of that is that has both the like climate change and hurricane all in one. Because the backdrop is in the game, they are like tapping this power magic that has been removed intentionally from the world because of its destructive force. So this evil like empire. I'm telling you for your benefit, Cam, in case you don't haven't played or don't remember, as well as uh, for those audience members who may not know passing on the spoil yeah passing on the fanzine spoil from like 20 something years ago but um basically magic is was removed intentionally from the world because it is dangerous and so this empire finds a way to bring it back into the world and then of course doesn't just use it to cast spells but uses it to power their evil machinery of war which then like they use to conquer the entire world so you've got like this whole buildup of of just like continuous insults to the planet followed by like a really cataclysmic event but then a pretty hopeful ending where you know people are kind of rebuilding at the end after after you stop the the big bad as it were so there's your final fantasy six spoilers <laughs> and now i'm going to spoil seven for you sweet yeah it is pretty sweet you should have you ever played that game cam six the super nes it would it was released as three in the u.s no i did oh, not okay you should it's it's old school and they may do a remake of it at some point but you should check that out because Great story, great game. And, uh, of course, it was followed up by 7, which you certainly played, right, for the PlayStation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Sure. I think everybody did. That was, that like, was a system seller for the PlayStation until people realized what kind of game it was. <laughs> but um, mm. that was a game. I, will, I don't need to get into the ins and outs of that. Again, you had environmental degradation culminating in really a planet-ending 
uh, event, which triggered the planet's mm-hmm. like defense mechanism. Which Brian, what was the planet's defense mechanism? You really did lose. Like, I mean, it just wiped you out. Right. Like there has there has heated debate about this in the nerd community. I don't know how there is. At the end of the game, the planet's just like, nope. <laughs> Not only does it stop the like existential threat, it like just wipes out humanity. Um, wow. In a gentle, like you know, green light way, they like bathes humanity in the life force or whatever. Um, but it did, it just reabsorbs them. I mean, right. they're not there at the end. Basically, just like a just like a reset button, right? Yeah, and it, so they released they released a CG movie a few years later called Advent Children, which like you know people were like, "See, the planet didn't end." In the movie, Cam, there's like this phage that everybody has caught after this life force spread around the entire planet, and people are like dying. <laughs> so. This takes place only like a few decades after, not even, like only a very short time after Seven. The very last scene in Seven is there's like this lion creature called Red Thirteen. And he and like his cubs go galloping up to Midgard, like the central city. And it basically was a giant disc that sat on, so that separated the upper city from the lower city. It's basically on Mm -hmm. its side, empty, covered in vines there's like birds flying by and there's like a ghostly like laughter of a child in the background like an echo of the humanity that was brian like i don't know about you for me that sealed it that like yeah even though they retconned in advent children after the fact humanity would just like vanish like the planet did just remove humanity yeah i mean i mean i i I guess people can argue that all of humanity just decided to move out of that thriving city for some reason and just leave it to rot (laughs) right and didn't tell Red Thirteen, who was like their best friend for half the game. Sorry, guy, we're moving. Not taking you with us. <laughs> no, it, it, they even they foreshadow the shit out of that quite a few times during the game as well. Like, I think one of the characters straight up wonders, like, will the planet like save us too, or do us in? Like, yeah. <laughs> anyway, by saving the planet, you like and he, you save the planet. Yeah, you save the planet. Like your whole mission is to save the planet, and you do. But uh, mankind is not along for the final ride. That's that's. I prefer to interpret it that way. You will find people who are like, Nuh-uh. but I, I just to me that was just like a such a sad poetic ending. Um, and the world was returned to its like beautiful idyllic state. Right, it looked pretty green at the end, didn't it, Brian? I yeah. I mean, it it showed nature like retaking the 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 technology like that city was famous for its technology and it's like what were they called nova drives or something yeah uh not agitech at that time it was um oh 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 mako reactors make they used mako mako energy yeah that that like sucked all of the natural energy from magic and like yeah i mean it, it the 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 planet reacted to that the planet shut those engines down and i it it's it's a great great ending yeah excellent actually i don't know and 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 just thematically like i mean go figure there are things bigger than humans like in the cosmos there are things bigger than like a couple of people who live on a planet right the live this living planet like took into account its survival you more than the over that of the monkeys that happen to live on it right right? and and, (laughs) you know some of the life forms that happen to live on it because red's race they were a little like native american i guess they were like very like tribal <laughs> and and like live off the land like they stayed no you're cool we're good with you right it was the humans that had to go they were the problem 
They were the problem. Those are people willfully in, in damaging the earth. Yeah. It's close to home. It does. It kind of does. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. So six and seven, both uh, with uh, apocalyptic events figuring pretty prominently. And I recommend that you play them both and all the Final Fantasies, but those in particular, those struck me as particularly dire. And kind of along with all these other works that we brought up parallel what is sadly going on in our world uh, a, a world that i don't believe is a lie but may nevertheless uh, purge us from the scene if we do not get our crap together at some point i mean i don't think the planet's like literally alive but i, I don't think you can argue that like the ecosystem is an organism that may or may not need us yeah, I mean, natural systems have a way of, I mean, if, if you look at like the climate becoming uninhabitable for us, opening up niches for other life forms, then I guess <laughs> uh, essentially it's, it is a form of balancing, isn't it? Yep. Happened before. Sad, man, sad. Anyway, I think, speaking of endings, that we are probably close to the end of this episode. It has run a bit long, but we, our listeners can consider this free bonus material. <laughs> I guess. Is there anything else you guys want to discuss before we uh, bring an end to all things with regard to this episode? Nope, that's it. All right. Let's do that then. And I will start by reminding our listeners that that from now until such time as the inevitable apocalypse stops us, we will be laying down entertainment for you each and every week here at the Nurse Travaganza podcast. And you can enjoy that entertainment in an environmentally responsible way by downloading an electronic file from itunes google play music or any other place you get your podcasts we do also appreciate your favorable ratings and reviews like us on facebook follow us on twitter and instagram add us to your google circle and join the nerd extravaganza hq group on facebook Hop into your ARC and head on over to our website, nerdstravaganza.com. Check out all of our past episodes and all of our other great content. Fire up the internet in your vault tech vault and uh, hit up YouTube. Check out all of our video content by typing, typing nerdstravaganza into the handy dandy search bar. Uh, and send us an email if you still have internet and power and all that good stuff uh, at nerdstravaganza at gmail.com and let us know what you think will ultimately take us all out. And with the stage now set for this episode's destruction, Brian... Ring the hammer down. You'll never take me alive, smooth skin. <laughs>